Sport is our religion. And here is Smithy's sermon. Well, it was the news of the morning. Scott Barrett. When he was outed by furious Springbok players and an ever-vigilant match official going off his feet to drop a shoulder into Malcolm Marks, I feared the worst. I'm sure many of you did too. Once the card was yellow, I was fairly sceptical it wouldn't be upgraded to red, and once it stayed yellow, I was still pretty sure he'd missed some time. I guess the dealings of the past two weeks have conditioned me. Where was my faith, though? Because he is free to play against France in the World Cup opener after some very good work by All Blacks coach Ian Foster and lawyer Stephen Cottrell at the hearing last night. So the unpredictable judiciary ball broke our way this time. Brilliant. What about next time, though? Because there will be a next time. The involvement of match officials and TMOs via the bunker-style system at this Rugby World Cup is about to be more prevalent than ever. You can feel its presence building. Just when other sports are starting to master pace of play and technology to get the right result, but also not kill the vibe, as it were, rugby has this uncanny knack I've found of managing to do the opposite. Just ask Chris Pollock, the New Zealand referees boss, in a pinned Facebook post that was later obtained by our next guest, Patrick McKendry at One News, He wrote, Springboks have been hugely impressive in this game. However, the intervention of the TMO and the bunker has been way over the top. We need our game to have some continuity, not to be so stop-start. The Women's Football World Cup showed how fans engage in something simple and exciting. We need to evolve or this game will die as a game. And here's the thing. Chris Pollock is not wrong. The interruptions and hyper-scrutiny on every micro-detail at top-level rugby are infuriating. But what's the alternative? Have we not backed ourselves into this corner with technology that is so good nothing can be missed in a rule book that is more complicated than an IKEA instruction manual? To the point there is no other option than to blow the whistle and adjudicate on what is seen. We hate it. We all hate the constant nitpicking that the Northern Hemisphere referees in particular are so good at. But we can't in our right minds at a World Cup or any other level of Test Rugby ask them to turn a blind eye to incorrect or foul play just so the game is more enjoyable to watch. This is the sport. The sport is unwell. The sport is sick. Fundamentally, because the players can't seem to play without causing infractions, and coaches will never stop looking to coach versions of the game that isn't constantly pushing the boundaries. If Chris Pollock thought a little harder about why we won't get what we saw in the Women's World Cup, I'm sure he'd come up with the answer pretty fast. Football is football. It's a simple game with simple rules that, for the most part, are very basic to officiate and rule on. Rugby is a broken sport with a broken rule book that probably needs to be deconstructed like an IKEA kit set and reassembled with a different set of instructions. It's a beautiful broken sport though and I love it very much. But I for one will not be surprised when World Cup games take hours to complete and create mass controversy with refereeing decisions. It's in the script at this stage so I would suggest we brace ourselves for it and pray we didn't use too much good juju up with Scott Barrett's reprieve. (laughs) 